On today's topic of Talk Black to Me, we're going to have a conversation on does education determine your success? I have some special guests on. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. It's RJ from Las Vegas by way of Philly. How y'all doing? Lawrence, Birmingham, Alabama. Okay, okay. Marika, Chicago. Okay, okay. Hi, my name is Courtney. I'm from Chicago. Okay, okay. Samantha from the Bronx, New York. Let's get right into the conversation. Three brothers out of Atlanta have a podcast, and one of the brothers said this. Literally, she says, I got a good job. I make very, very good money. And she says, the only thing I need now is a man. <laughs> it's like, yo. Like, <laughs> it's like, who wants you? Who wants you? You're you right. right. Like, once you have achieved these things, you have unfortunately disqualified yourself. Sister Barika, you have the floor. In response to the clip, and the clip literally talked about a brother who says that a woman who is accomplished has already um, excluded herself from finding a good brother and good love. So in response to this clip, the brother suggests that he does not want a woman who is accomplished. In fact, this issue has to be addressed based on the surface of the masses displayed. Historically, women have been considered as the one who cares for the home, children, and family. During the enslavement of our ancestors, it was the woman who fed our men. We were forced into, when we were forced into slavery. It was the woman who braided rice and beans in their hair. It was the woman who fed our brothers from her breast. The woman has cared for the black man and most of all, her family. Despite all the latest things of non-protection she received, her being the most disrespected and unprotected, in spite of it all, she still is there for the black man, whether he has money or not. She has a gift of making him feel as if he is a king. He is the king of the castle. The trait is ingrained in our DNA as melanated sisters. It is also a known fact that the black woman out-earns and out-educates the black man, which causes some of the tension in the community between black men and black women. This translates to classism and control. Men who are not seeking an accomplished woman tends to want some level of control because some men believe the mission equates the slave and control. In which case, the black woman turns the table and seeks out a brother who is submissive to her based on her education and her income level. In relationship, each individual has their own definition. We are not living or loving as one unit. We are not building and we are not holding the black community in any regard when it comes to our relationships with each other. Do we know the difference between in love versus being in lust? Are we committing to each other vulnerable person, not the surface person that shows up on dates? Do we give our relationships energy and oxygen or are we bound to the rules set in place by a community that has never had our best interest at heart? Can we do mutual projects together? Are we each other's ride or die? If we are not, not working, do we agree to separate, to come back together with a different perspective? Or are we just moving on to the next conquest? Do we even want what's best for 
are we even considering spiritual compatibility? Do we connect spiritually or do we not know what even yoke even means? Can we cultivate forgiveness with compassion or are we just patterning the three strikes you're out method in relationships? Do family plans even get considered, especially since one person can out earn and out educate the other? Do we develop time and plans to discuss issues or are our brothers and sisters taking to the internet to take sides and make mental notes of what not to do with the next person? Is intimacy discussed or are we just hitting and quitting? And if he or she is good in bed, they get a longer path to stay until the party who holds the financial strings is bored. Despite any of the factors I have just mentioned, and please feel free if you want a copy of this, just ask me. You can begin to evaluate our relationship. We have to understand as a collective group, we owe our youth the example of healthy relationships. It took me a minute to realize that love is not based on finance or education. It is really based on compatibility. If you can work together, then anything can be accomplished, whether you hold a doctorate or a good enough diploma, the GED. These terms, high value, are not our terms. They come from a base that was never considered in our culture, which is why our brothers and sisters are our brothers see our sisters as gold diggers or sugar mamas, and our sisters see our brothers as sugar daddies. Even if he is considered as an everyday average working man, as long as he buys her the latest, greatest material things, he can be considered a sugar daddy. I don't know what happened that relationships between our brothers and sisters have taken a turn to who who's educated and accomplished from what is best for my soul. I just know we have to do better. No more, no less. Contentment is our little slice of heaven. Breaking bread instead of ice. The allure of connectivity in its simplicity. Coming as you are, rich with intent, holding space for love. Let's become true practitioners of love. Challenge ourselves to remove outdated methods that no longer serve our maturity. Okay, okay. I definitely appreciate the um the intro. Um and, and, and what made you come up with this intro and what made me talk about this conversation, um, you know, listening to a guy, uh it was three guys that's from out of Atlanta, they have a, a a podcast and you know, they end up bringing this up on YouTube. They was talking about um the man end up saying that, you know, with a woman with the with the education, he really don't wanna you know, he don't want her. And, and what made him come up with that, that that determination that's from his opinion and I had the slightest idea, you know, but looking at us men, um, you know, we are speaking a different uh, persona. So we're going to go to you, um, Lawrence. We're going to start with you, Lawrence, first. Um, how do you feel about this situation um, listening to that video? Um, I had some time to think on this since we last spoke. And, and what I'm really hearing is from men and women, old perspectives. We're starting to take the love out of these relationships. And we're starting to put more service and, and 
more service reasons into it. You know, the whole 50-50 discussion, the whole who made the most money, the whole gender roles, it become, we we just, it's like we deleting the whole purpose of love and just trying to be like, like it's a business. And that's what I'm starting to hear as people come with these different claims, you know. And, and like I said, the gentleman, when he was speaking, I don't agree with that, you know. I understand why he may think like that, but unfortunately, times have changed. Women ain't got to be in the house. Women ha- can be in the workforce, you know, and and we got to accept that, you know. This this is not this is not eighteen oh two, okay. He, he got to get with the times, and as women are, especially black women, which is my statistical understanding one of the most educated groups in the country more than likely they're going to make more because they have the qualifications you know and that should not intimidate a real man you know that should not intimidate but but when we when we looking at it from a service perspective of course it's going to be intimidated but if we, you know, so that's why I really feel like we ain't really looking at love. We're just looking at service. And that's why he made that statement. Because he's not looking at somebody to complete him. He's looking at somebody to complete his observation of what he wants as a woman. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. Um, go ahead. Okay. Brother Lauren, um, as you say, that we're looking at this from a service perspective and as if it's a business. So I'm just going to throw this in here and throw it out as a conversation. Part of what we are doing collectively as a collective black group, and which includes us as black men, black women, our relationship is part business because when that relationship ends, we can't get that love back. We literally go to court. And we literally are asking for 50-50 of everything. We're not asking for, give me 50% of my love back. And in terms of that completing him, that's the one, that that's the only push, that these are the only two pushbacks that I would give you simply because we enhance each other. There's, there shouldn't be another, uh, op- uh, another opposite sex that completes that person. That person should come, whether that person is completed or not, we should be working together as a unit to, to, to overall be productive in our community. That's the only two pushbacks I'm going to give, Brother Lawrence. Right. And I understand that. But, you know, and being like, and I, and I understand that. And being in where I am in my tax bracket and my wife being exactly where she is in her tax bracket, that you know, that never has come to talk to me. You know, even though I know that would happen, she would, you know, be getting alimony, you know, and child support and everything. If we were separate or or divorce, but it's you know, but in my mind, I can I can fixate on them things, on those things, or I can think about the way to love this woman the right way, and I ain't even got to think about it. 
Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay, um, let's get off into it to uh, uh, to really indulge you just a little bit. Um, man says how how earning women are less attractive. Uh, who wants you after you achieve those things, uh, brother RJ? How do you feel about that? And that brother saying that. Who was the lady that uh, that did the introduction? Was that Marika? Yeah. Yeah. And she pretty much preached her sermon, almost hung up after she got finished. It's not a whole lot to say. <laughs> <at me. laughs> um, yeah, when we first spoke about, you know, I went off and I had an aneurysm because I thought that was just a dumb statement that, you know, a man could make. Uh, I thought about it. And I think that it was a very inappropriate statement, but then I thought about it and I there's something in that statement that I think he could have said and articulated a lot different. And it was after you've achieved so much and done so much, is there anything left for me to build with you? And if not, will you still respect me as a man because you've done so much on your own? So there's that fear of, okay, I'm really not bringing a whole lot to the table, or maybe I'm not bringing what I want to bring to the table, and you still respect me as a man. So I was angry at first, and I think I'm more angry at his delivery and the level of ignorance that he said it, but I think that there was something hidden in there uh, that he was trying to say or whatnot, and just, but just didn't articulate it properly. I like what uh, Brother Lawrence said as well, is, hey, you know, Real men look at things differently. You know, Derek, you know how I feel about that. Real men see things a lot differently. Okay, let me play a little bit more of this video for you. Women rise up, they have very smaller options. And also, a lot of the things that get them to those points negate them. The guys that are in the same space, they don't want that. They don't want it because they're like, oh, you're combative. And yes. like, you feel like you need to be a boss and all this other stuff. And like, you telling you, me what to do. Right. And, and, <laughs> and I love you. And, you know, I think you might be great, et cetera, for somebody else, but you probably need a Robin. It's crazy. You don't need a Batman. <laughs> I actually had a woman. I actually had a woman tell me. She says. She says literally. She says I got a good job. I make very very good money, and she says the only thing I need now is a man. <laughs> it's like yo, like, <laughs> like who wants you? Who wants you? You, you right. right? Like once you have achieved these things, you have unfortunately disqualified yourself. Ooh, and, and, shit. And what it is is these because I and this is the thing. I'm not blaming Ooh, the, the women. women are gonna hate him for that shit. Like, thing. No, <laughs> Um, to you, Sister Courtney, um, how do you feel about this uh this conversation that we're having, you being a woman, um, and a man end up saying something like that? How do you feel about this? Yeah, you know, I was really sitting with what I felt. Um, so I'll say in full disclosure that I actually am in a doctoral program. So I'm like 
oh, wow, this is literally something that can connect with me. Um, I think the, the, the main thing that I feel on a non-personalized level is I don't like conversation or rhetoric that divides the men and women in our community. I think, you know, just to echo what everyone else has been saying, I think it's really important for us to figure out how we can be complementary and work together in like a romantic and a non-romantic way. So whether we're talking about partners or we're talking about brothers and sisters in the community, instead of us talking about what one has and the other has or one what one doesn't have, how can we bring these resources together and really use it to... Um, to amplify each other's voices and to be able to support one another. I see conversations like this, like really like the point of um, the agenda of white supremacy. Like how can we use different tools to separate the people within our community and black women being successful, black women leading black women having high ambition. is not really something that's limited to modern day society. I mean, if we, we trace back to pre-slavery we go back to african nations black women were high achieving there as well so this idea that we're doing this now we're no longer valuable i really feel like sits in white supremacy but ultimately i just want us to get all together on the same page and focus on like how we can interact in a healthy way so we can move our community forward okay um and by you saying that, what do you feel like we can do to um, to come together as a, a, a unit? Well, I think that like something that's really important, um, and I'm not, I'm, forgive me, I don't know which gentleman said it, but I don't really think that we need to get so caught up in like what I earn or what you earn or what she earns or what he earns or what our level of education is, but it's like, how are we loving one another? How are we respecting each other? How are we uh, bringing uh, peace and respect to each other's lives? How are we coming together in community and combining resources? Like, I don't think it needs to be as much focus on what you have and what I have, but what can we do as uh, a collective community to really help one another? Okay. Okay. Um, in which that's a definitely a great piece uh, um, for me. You know, I, I look at it more of a, a, a spiritual mindset. Um, we have to get spiritual and get back to what um, we used to be, you know, before you look at the marriage that's today's time or whatever, or even um, trying to get a woman that's on that level at today's time. Like we need to be able to understand that woman uh, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, we have to get those. We have to get those. We have to get those five elements. Uh, um, into the display because it's like right now we're, we're, we're just, okay, you got this degree. Uh, do I really want to fool with you? You got this kind of money. Do I really want to fool with you? Uh, what side of town you live on? You know, do I really want to fool with you if you live over here and those type of things? Uh, um, and so we have to get back to the basics of, you know, finding a person and, and, and really understanding them and understanding their true love and, 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 so they can understand you as a individual and don't judge me for what I have in my bank account. Yeah. I got a question. Go ahead. I actually wanted to ask the women, and this is purely out of curiosity and, and education just to get there. To, so when you have all, all three of you, I assume you well, someone, they said it was educated, but all three of you educated and you know, you're doing well. If you got so much going on and like, that clip said you've done it all 
you know, you've got your house, you've got your car, you've got money in bank, you got your investments, you're caught up with where technology is going. You really have it all together. I just wanted to hear from you all. What is it that, and, 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 and you want to, you're in a, in a budding relationship or you want to talk to a man and you see that he's not on your level. I just wanted to hear from you all, from your own voices. What is it that you would then assess him for and his value if you've achieved everything on your own? You know, how would you go about trying to figure out whether this man really still has anything to bring to the table outside of, you know what, and just being a man and protecting you, but what's less? Oh, ladies, you you all take that. I'm gonna reserve mine to the to last. <laughs> all right, Samantha. Samantha will attempt to try to answer that. <laughs> um, well, I'm just saying, if a woman, and maybe I should keep it on me. I don't want to put it in general that that's how all women are doing things. But when I was attaining my education. And I have an associate, and I have a bachelor's, and I have a master's, and that was able to get me gainful employment. That was one area of my life that was what I can consider success, achievement, swell. But there's other areas of my life, other spheres of my existence that I need to work on. Like when I got all of these educational attainments, when I got gainful employment, that did something to self-esteem. Maybe it was low, maybe it was mediocre, but it went to the stratosphere when I gained all of these things. And so you say, um, your question, well, if you got it going on, you got the education, you got the job, you got the house, and now if you feel like you seeking a man or whatever for your life, what else besides protection can he bring to the table? Most men should see that as a, as a plus or an attraction besides if there's a beauty attraction or whatever else he's seeking in the woman, you know, all of those successes is a plus for him. The other gentleman said something to the effect about real men, real men. Well, all men is going to say, I'm a man. I'm a man. I got grown adult sons who tell me all the time, Ma, I'm a man. But I don't see sometimes men things, but you still going to qualify and tell me I'm a man. So when the other gentleman says, real men, real men, all men is going to say they are men. Now, what you mean by real I, that's a men thing. I don't know. But um, Billy D. Williams, and it was one of those movies with him and Diana Ross. Either it was Lady Sings the Blues or Mahogany. I forget which one. But there's a scene in there where he's telling Diana Ross because she's getting all successful, all the desires of her life is being met, but she's... It's, Fears, this other areas in her life is not going according to her plan. He tells her there is success is nothing if you don't have the man, the black man to share it with. So we as women, and the topic is does education determines your success. It determines success in a certain sphere 
in a certain area of our lives. We right. might not be all happy, but people on the outside looking in think we got it going on because of all of those accolades. But what's missing? What's missing? So if we have a man in our life, a significant other, a husband, and the icing on the cake is if he got just as much as you got, what the sister Courtney was saying, as a collective, let's combine these resources. Let's see what we can do. And we shouldn't be beating each other up or saying, oh, I got the money, you don't. I got the job, you don't. I got the education, you don't. It's called building the foundation. I got this to bring to the table. You got that to bring to the table. On top of that, we have love and care for each other. How can we take all of that, add it and multiply it, not subtract it and divide it because I feel you should be here. I feel he feel I should have that. So this is where we're at. If I could, I, if, if I could and I, I want to make sure I didn't interrupt and I appreciate that. I want to clarify the question. Everything that we just said, uh, that was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. And that's what we want. What I was trying to, you know, pick, pick the women's brain about is put yourself in a scenario where, like you said, you all are educated. You have all these accolades, all these things, right? And you have a man that you like, but he does not. So what I was trying to figure out and what I wanted to learn and hear from you all was what is your method of assessing whether this man deserves your time or whether, you know, y'all can build together. What is your method? In project management, we've got something called SWAT. And that's strength, weakness, opportunities, and threats. I, I apply that to everything in my life. So that's my assessment of pretty much everything from relationships to the things that I buy, the things I invest in. I'm just trying to learn from the ladies since I had you on the phone or since Terrence had you on the phone. What is your procedure for assessing whether this man can bring something to the table since Eclipse said she has all this stuff or whatnot. You know, we don't want her, which probably comes from, you know, well, I got nothing to offer. So, I don't, so again, so, yeah. I, I'll, 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 I'll jump in. I'll jump in. And, 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 um, like Courtney, I'm going to give for disclosure as well. I am in a doctorate program, but I'm going to go back a little bit. I have always been the biggest champion for the brother. I've always been down for my black brother. Before I got a bachelor's degree, I've always been down for my brother. After getting the bachelor's degree, I remember, I can remember dating a brother that did not have a degree at all. The form of assessment for me, for me, and I'm going to speak about me personally, I never looked at education. I never looked at money. I've always tried to push and always tried to look at a brother from a perspective that we were going to build whether I was the person who did all of the building or whether he was the person who took care of the home. It was never a place where I looked at it, oh, well, this brother ain't got much money. So I get to have a level of control. Now, I'm going to be full honest with that. When it comes to finances, what happens 
in those past relationships with me was the fact that I did fall into that control trap. And the reason I fell in that control trap was because I was the one that was doing everything. I took it all on. And a large part of that had nothing to do with this classism or control. A very large part of that had to do with the strong black woman disorder that I fell into. I fell into that strong black woman disorder and I fell into that trap of I didn't need a man. Only only thing I needed a man for was for sex. I fell into that trap. And when I fell into that trap, it took a lot of work for me to get out of that trap. And simply because we have been, as black women, I feel, we have been teetering on that feminist line. We have been told that we are the strongest beings on the earth. So therefore, we want to have a level of control over our men. Submission looks like slavery and control. So all of our black women are pushing back against submission. But when you love right, you naturally submit. I'm just going to throw that one in there. When you love right, you naturally submit. We have got, and I know I've done it. I've done it. And my assessment of that was that I can be with this man. I can have full powerful control over this man because I'm the one that's holding that finance. I'm being real honest here. I'm holding the finance. And that brother is going to be at home. He's going to take care of what I need him to take care of. He's going to pick me up from work. And all my friends going to see that fine man pick me up from work. It, become, it becomes a fad. But here's the thing, here's the downfall to that. I got bored fast. After about six, eight months, I'm over it. I'm bored. He doesn't stimulate me intellectually. He does not stimulate any of the things that I need stimulated. The only thing that he's given me is sex. And after a while, that's going to become overrated. I'm just one of these sisters that's real honest about it. And we, I, I started to long for more. So I continued my education, and the reason I had to continue my education, because I became a single mother. I was with somebody who, in this same, in this same conversation, was not working the way that I needed him to work. I ended up getting pregnant. And to put just full disclosure out there, because I don't really care, we were supposed to get married. He left, he, he stood me up on the day of the wedding. So I knew at that moment I was by myself and I had to handle this by myself. So that's what continues my education. Most of us women who are getting those advanced degrees, we're doing it because we are trying to solidify our families and take care of our families comfortably without having to have all of the outside stressors that go along with taking care of that family. Even when he left me, I got that first master. I didn't just stop there. I went and got that second master. Didn't stop there. Went and got that third master. Didn't stop there. And now I'm in this doctoral program. But the kicker to that, now it becomes what I'm going to do with this doctorate has more to do with my community. It has more to do with the collective than it did any of the other degrees that I got. 
It's not about me assessing that man in peace because my assessment of that man has changed. He has to be spiritually compatible with me. He has to be a man that understands that I have a mind, I have a brain, but I also need real leadership. And when you got real leadership from a black man, then submission means nothing. It's natural. It's something that naturally comes. So, yes, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I understand that it, it happened. And my assessment before, I don't want to say conscious. I just don't want to say that word. I want to, What I want to say is evolved. Before I evolved, yeah. I was one of those women that if I had that brother sitting at home, he had a specific thing to do. And that specific thing was mop my floor, take my trash out, be there when I need to go out, pick me up when I need to be picked up, and give me what I need in bed. That was his, that was his job. And anything outside of that, it was not his job. And I think that's what happens in these types of relationships. If they do anything outside of what the expectation is, whether he or she knows it or not, that's where the confusion comes in at. Mm. Well, well, well. I'll go there with your brother, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go there with your brother, RJ. <laughs> no, I'm... I'm, I'm... I don't. I don't know why. I want to make sure you understand. This was for education purposes, not not for a debate. I'm. I'm right, lear- I want right, to learn. Babe. I, I know. I know, yeah. baby. I understand yeah. totally what you said. Yeah. It's, it's a very, like a very healthy debate. A very healthy debate. Yeah. 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 I just want to add um, on to Samantha's point, just as far as I really like her idea of like like the different areas of us that are evolved and accomplished. And I think that's really important when we, like, think about, like, success or, um, you know, what we've attained as women or men, uh, women and men as people. You can absolutely, I think, be financially secure or have high educational advancement. And then, as someone else mentioned, you might still need to work on your evolution, the word Rika used, in mental health, physical health, emotional health, mm-hmm. um, spiritual wellness. So a woman who is accomplished financially or in education or a man who is accomplished financially or with education still could stand to learn stuff in other areas of their lives, and they still could use the complement, uh, complementary aspect of the opposite sex. So what could someone bring to the table who might not be earning as much money as you or doesn't have as much education as you, or they could bring to the table the other areas where I lack, or I can bring to the table the other areas where they lack. So we're complimenting each other. So I really, Samantha, I really like the word, like the, the analogy of like different spheres in which we're accomplished, because in my opinion, like that's one of the benefit of a relationship. And this is my like saying for like the last year, I really believe relationships are really blessings because like 
when you're in a partnership and you got somebody who really loves you and has your back, they see what you're missing. They can speak to what you like the full picture you might not have. And I think that that, that, that doesn't have like a financial limit or a degree level. Like it's just about complimenting and coming in so we we're collectively stronger. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you're not at your optimum in terms of your emotions, in terms of your mental health, your spiritual health, your emotional health, your success um, wouldn't care, or rather your unhealthy or not healthy spirit wouldn't care about the degrees you got, or your mental is not all that healthy. It wouldn't care. All, that, all you know is you're mentally not well. In spite of all of those degrees or whatever, you got to work on those other spheres or whatever. And so if the other spouse, the other half is bringing that to the table, they can't, you know, bring finance or whatever else to the table. They helping, helping you with your spiritual health, mental health, emotional health. You know, that's, that's a plus, that's icing on the cake. Totally agree. Um, it's definitely icing on the cake. Um, and I'm glad that we're having this type of conversation right here. Um, this is definitely a conversation that, you know, needs to be had, you know, across the board, both men and women. You know, when we're talking about these type of uh, situations right here, uh, totally agree. OK, to you, Brother Lawrence, um, do you have any closing remarks? I guess my closing remarks is, you know, I, I agree with. You know, what everyone was saying, you know, but you know, I, I've listened, you know, I, I, I've talked to different people throughout my life. And sometimes it's just that thing of living, learning, you know, uh, you know, I, I, when I was coming up, you know, I, I remember the younger girl saying, you know, without, I'm probably younger than most of y'all, uh, you know, saying, oh, I want a man with money. I want a man with money. You know, they meet that man with money, then that's how, you know, they get married. A few years later, they divorce. I was like, wasn't he providing? Yes, but who want to be, you know, emotionally abused, spiritually abused. You know, if all he's doing is providing money, it's like his way of saying, I, I, I pay for everything. It, it, it makes us emotionally lazy. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 a re and I just feel like if a woman is successful, a man should challenge himself to get to know her because see, you can't use money money to get her. So that's what we so used to. I got money. Hey, come get me. But no, now you got to think deeper. You got to feel deeper. We got to tap into that emotional strength. We got to show her our relationship with God and show her that we're ready to love this woman. Because money ain't going to buy that. I don't care how much you got. You know? And so it's like, so that's some of the things that I be that I, I have seen, that I've heard, that I, you know, have experienced, you know, and with my with, with my wife, you know, no, she's not as successful as I am. But when I was coming up, I thought I just knew in my mind, oh, um, when I finish my doctoral program, I'm gonna meet another doctor, and we're gonna get married, and we're gonna be rich. The Lord had other plans. The Lord. Help me find somebody that brought the best out of me. I had to love and nurture this woman because she was at square one. It brought me back down to a level to where I had almost forgot that I came from. Because I'm so caught up in my own success. I'm so caught up in my money. I'm like, yeah, I, I got her. 
So, you know, it is what up. But no, the Lord brought me back down to a basic level so he could build me back up the right way. You know, and sometimes that experience is what we really need as men, as a race, to really move forward and build our community like we try to do. Some people are so scared of that experience, we, th- we, we brush it off. We don't want to love that person that's hard to love because it's a challenge. So we uh-huh. find a person that's easy to love, that, that we can settle, that we can just, oh, man, that's easy. I ain't got to do much work. Marriage is work. It's like, whoo, Jesus. <laughs> it ain't a doctoral program that can touch marriage. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I don't care what you say. It ain't not one paper I wrote this hard to do marriage. I don't care. I like that. I like that. I mean, and I'm learning my wife every day. I don't, I don't stop doing the things that I to get her. I, I realized that she, you know, she just picked up a part-time job as she finished her first degree. She's finished her first degree. She picked up a part-time job. Not because she needed it. But I had to understand because I was like, why you need a job? You know, I'm, I'm making all the money. We good, we good. But then I had to remember, Lawrence, allow her to go through this experience so she can live life. It's like I'm trying to rob her of that experience. And so I had to humble myself sometimes, get out my pride, and love that woman and understand her every day. Facts. All right, Brother Lawrence. All right, Brother Lawrence. Facts. Yes, now, yes. Now to, all right, Brother Lawrence. Now to you. But Lawrence, you're going to be at Social Circle. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, nigga. To you, to to you, brother RJ. Do you have any closing remarks? Yeah, I appreciate everything that was said. It was all good. So I actually learned some things, and it's good to hear different perspectives. So I appreciate everybody that's here. Okay, okay, all right. Um, to you, Sister Samantha, do you have any closing remarks? Um, no, I just enjoyed the topic and the meeting and everything. I don't really have nothing else. Everybody said a lot of good things, so thank you for having me. Okay, no problem, no problem. Um, to you, Sister Courtney, do you have any closing remarks? Uh, no, pretty much the same as everyone else. I really appreciate the conversation and the different perspectives, and I enjoyed uh, being on the podcast with everyone tonight. Okay, all right, thank you, thank you. Um, into you, Sister Barika, do you have any closing remarks? There will always be times when we want it to make sense. This is a universal timeout. Time to foster new connections, build on existing connections, remove unhealthy connections, deepen self-connection, and electrify personal connections. Remember, you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember, you are fire. Burn, pain, ignite. Remember, you are the air. Be still, focus, decide. Remember, you are the earth. Give, ground, and build. Let's build our foundation on solid ground. Something stable, no games. Just love on solid ground. Okay, okay.
Okay, I thank you for that. The end of that close remark, and I also want to thank all my guests for coming on. Um, this is just the, the the second conversation of us talking about this, and we're definitely going to have more conversations um, dealing with this and dealing with uh, um, relationships, and then also dealing with us and in our community as a whole. You know, and on that note, my name is Terrence J, and we out. Wonder